Hi, my name is Lydia and I participated in the Danske Dansehistorie residence uh, at Västjyllands Högskole this year, 2018. And uh, I am a dancer, choreographer, performer based here in Copenhagen and very happy to sit here with <laughs> with um yeah my name is Vibe. Uh I also participated in uh, the residence um Danske Danse Historia. I'm a visual artist. Um yeah, that's the introduction I guess. Yes. And we're sitting here with some notes on the table and that we will have this conversation about and uh, yeah, we produced them uh during this during the last day. We organized ourselves in some smaller groups and there we were um, encouraged to produce some questions specifically. Uh, yeah, so we have those questions in front of us here now and we wanted to um, anchor this conversation in those questions. How to start? Yeah, some of them are just a little bit more open than others. Maybe we could start with a, with a quite open one, like for example this one. I will read it. So it says, what connected you during these days? Uh, if I have to think back about the kind of questions that arise, mm -hmm. I think that's what con connected me during the days yeah. were um, were not so much answers as questions, I guess. Um, I agree. I agree. And also maybe around the invitation to to also just go to this residency. I think also that was a part that connected me during these days, my active decision to say yes to participate. Um, like, we got an invitation to participate in this residency um, that was called Danish Dance Stories in English, the translation. And I think that will lead the whole conversation like and everything that was... Um, organized and reorganized during these days. Yes. I mean absolutely this uh, this title uh, of the residency I think also um kind of provided for an umbrella that had to be negotiated again and again and that was like um I I think also to be able to stay with that reflection on what it means to address history, what it means to address, you know, the the category of Danish. Yes. Um, that was, uh, yeah, that I think that was, it was really, it was very interesting to have to constantly return to that and to not be able to let it go because it was in the title. Yes. Um, and also being so confronted with it because it wasn't only comfortable to deal with these titles. Definitely. As they have a specific power in them as well. I agree. It's very also today, 2018, what does it mean to use the word Danish? And uh, what is it, what more, in, what does it imply uh, as me to be a Swede and join to this Danish residency? Um, and also the making of history that we did somehow, but I don't exactly know how. Or like the agreement on top of making history. Yes. Or the disagreement, uh, yeah, the question around. Yes, because on one hand, to um, that's also something we talked about, how in one way uh, you would be 
you you could see it as a kind of way of taking agency because you were um you were kind of encouraged to inscribe yourself and your fellow participants and your fellow yeah like your coworkers mm-hmm. uh, into what you know hi- into the history of dance um and and in a way that was that was a kind of that that had a sensation of some kind of agency to say also our personal experience can mm. be an archive for something that is a history mm. even if it is in many cases as it looks like now a blind spot in the official archive perhaps exactly um but then on the other hand uh, also for me continuously i had this also need to deconstruct the term of history in general whether myself or somebody else being part of it or not mm. um as mm. category i agree definitely because we're dealing so much like today or i feel like that at least that we are getting more and more stories that have never been written into history that we know like women's history black history more and indigenous people's history uh so today what does it then mean when we are sitting there and claiming or not claiming i am a part of history right now yeah the blind spot is an interesting space to be in mm-hmm. because it's like how do you say it endless somehow yeah, yeah. i But, think that also somehow mm. brought it a, a lot we were dealing a lot with this idea of past and future but i also was co- like all the time brought back to the present for that same reason that that if i had to think of the past or if i had to think of the future it was based so much on a construction mm. uh, of imagination that is produced by things that i have learned yeah um but then when we as this very collective group in that moment because also being together uh, so intensively during those days um yeah means that there is this like collectivity also arising somehow also just sharing meals together means something in that sense yeah uh, and that was in a way the only real relatable thing was that we were making an archive at that moment because we all had stories uh personal stories yes mm maybe we should pick a note or yeah. yeah maybe just to start with one that is not maybe necessarily the most complicated one <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> i was just thinking about this one with story yeah uh, because that was mm. um that was just we you know having to do this in english also right now i yes. mean leads up to uh, a a general little um problem that we had uh, yes. at the at the residence because uh you cannot like in danish there's no difference between saying story and history exactly it's the same word so fascinating and problematic for yeah. me as a <laughs> Um, <laughs> so we we just came up we just said that there should be in the Danish uh, dictionary also this word uh, story. Yes. Um because there was a kind of general need to be able to distinguish between mm. uh what is produced as official history and then what kind of place does your own personal story or story has uh, in that kind of negotiation of uh, of that official category. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I think also I I have a lot of notes also from mm. the f- 
from the the week because of uh, especially because of Paula Caspar. Yeah. Maybe you wanna tell a bit about that yeah. she was there and I don't know for sure. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so Paula Caspar facilitated a workshop during these days that was called Danish Histories, but high uh, in brackets uh, in small parts. So Danish stories in small parts somehow. And uh, me and Vibe, we were both there. Yes. Um, getting um, lost and entering back to history making, histography and questions around who am I in relation to history and I should forget about me in relation to history. Yeah. Yeah, and how like she also made an important distinguish between the word history and historicity mm. uh, where understanding history is an understanding of systematization that produce hierarchies of class, race, gender, sexual orientation and so forth. Um, and where historicity would be uh, the way of dealing with history in yes. a way. And and that that also felt quite important also just to realize how mm powerful in the way the construction of history is because it offers a specific narrative yes um of what the past is and how our cultural ident- cultural identity is uh, is formed mm. um and uh, yeah that's maybe again a little bit back to that emphasis on the past yeah um, exactly yeah. and then adding on historiography like the making of history and how we map how we map history um, and that we through time has looked at it as a linear action first this happened and then things come after but there's so many histories coexisting together so what if we would look at history in another model and view it through um, another kind of architecture than what we have learned and then we come back so historicity and historiography somehow coexist with maybe really like actively looking upon history differently through words I, or like i relate to that yes um, absolutely yeah. Mm. yeah and and also you know i think it takes a lot of time mm. to to understand how uh, constructed your experience of the past is with history or through history yeah um so that makes it gives it even more sense to spend that kind of of time with that issue or that it's like a problematic that just like stays there it, you cannot like solve it but it was also interesting to observe how we continue to return to these uh, timelines um that are very standard timelines in a way of past present future but the more we talked about things the more i felt like the present was enveloping my way of understanding the two other concepts. Yes. So there was this like shift all the time of how uh, how those terms were negotiated um and uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly what kind of invitation you you get to look up at history mm-hmm. and also like how you invite yourself. Like am I active looking or am I passive or am I a bit sleepy? Like all of this and yeah, I think There's a lot of, um, or history feels like one of our heaviest facts somehow. We all relate to history, like it's very, it's a very heavy matter. 
but we don't talk about like the confusion around history somehow like there's so many times that no other like who decided who what and when was it written i always asked when i was studying in school i was like who decided this and of course you can read through like the um the archive or like names and titles and so on but when who how do you give yourself the power to this to give like to share history it was very fascinating or like it's a fascinating topic and it makes me a bit how to say i think it's funny yeah i would say and frustrating and frustrating yeah. but very like funny so yeah, yeah yeah it can be so easy but it feels yeah. so yeah i mean yeah in a way it's so obvious that of course it's written by those that had the power to write it yeah so of course it's not like an objective uh, account for what happened mm-hmm. um it's just so obvious so that mm-hmm. that's also what makes it a bit funny in a way that it's still so uh, generally appreciated as yeah, the truth exactly know? yeah um so but also i think also it, it's it was important to to deal with danish and histories because of that in the same uh you know sentence yes um because that term of danish or what is danish denmark all that stuff like that that would also be constructed through a certain narrative uh in history and uh, that that like as a nation state you know exactly um yeah let's zoom in a bit on that like there's one note here on the table we can that was a conversation from the the reflection and then the first word is like danish question mark and then danish as a map as a place as geography as economy as a choice or as a class yeah Okay. I mean, I think that note also just explains a bit or reveals a bit how we were sitting in that situation and struggling mm. with that term. Um and maybe also feeling so much like rejecting it, mm. but also knowing that especially maybe what is going on politically at the moment, we are constantly form, f- forced to deal with this yes. term. Yes. Um so also trying to understand well if if I have to use it then how do how do i maybe deconstruct it from the inside or something mm. um and then if you ask about it as a map place geography economy choice class uh yeah it just opens up a lot that it doesn't mean one thing mm. that it means a way of constructing something but what is that something exactly i think i got surprised by the title talking about like trying to deconstruct danish that i thought was very brave to use the word danish as the beginning of a title also for a residency that is there was inv- an invitation for artists somehow because i was already there I was like but there's not only danes who are organizing it first of all and then i was like maybe it's because we are in denmark but then i was like but it's not denmark's dance history is like danish and danish is like an identity so then it's like how do i allow myself being a part of identity and what complications implies on a basic level politically to that because denmark as a state says that says a lot but says often that not everyone is a dane or there's a lot of things you have to do or have to be 
a Danish person example. So then all of a sudden we talked about Danish dance stories. So I was thinking a lot if I have ever seen like just a Danish dance performance or if I had or like that's kind of not on the not in the environment or at the what do you say it like in the scene at all like everything's international so what yeah 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 it's it's like, it's interesting if you can then like if that means that because in a way you could say that it does it does not make sense for us then to like try to deal so much with that category and try to maybe fit into it um and then on the other hand if if this if this scene that you describe if if that tries to fit into it would would it then dissolve some of those boundaries mm. i mean i'm not sure that 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 i think it has that kind of of power because it's very heavy mm. up against something really really uh forceful so mm. um but 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 as you know those were also some of the thoughts that 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 I think we felt quite confronted with yeah. uh, um, when having to deal with this category of Danish. Yeah, it's like Danish question mark. What if we took away Danish and just put dance stories? And then it could, like the title could have been local dance stories because we also entered that many, many times. The locality, mm-hmm. that history making or happenings are happening locally the ones who are in the environment knows about it but like the rest of denmark or danish danes i had no clue about this residency happening so it's also like it's claiming some kind of identity that is like it's not for everyone so in just using the word danish is very excluding from i think that's why i think it's difficult to say the word danish Because it comes into a political debate about inclusion mm-hmm. or excluding, and also if you, I mean, if you have a kind of practice uh, where the kind of um, ambition, or maybe it's a utopia, I don't know, but 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 going towards, uh, you know, a deeper awareness of how those borders are constructed, mm. uh, and how that awareness becomes a part of the individual's possibility of also then deconstructing them mm. or dissolving them or understanding how uh, how there is a transgression across them constantly um and how that is so uh how that is uh, just yeah such a big thing in politics right now to in danish politics to yes. to to negotiate this term of danish yeah. um i mean it seems to sometimes be the main discussion uh, who gets to say what that is being danish yeah. and uh, and that conversation also constructs a border um but it is a construction mm-hmm. and so how do we go into that category deal with that category frame things with that category and still not like emphasize it and support it in mm. a way yeah it's yeah. yeah it's like un- unfolding on itself but not developing somehow it's just just stating and stating and underlining something that 
we don't own, but we're trying to claim it. But um, my question is more like, why do we want to claim it? Mm-hmm. Why is it still interesting to have a national identity? Or feeling a need of... Yeah, I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah but... And then the question is, if 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 that need comes from the fact that it is forced upon us, if we want to, for example, get funding. Mm, exactly. Um, that since it is a, a theme in, in Danish politics mm. to define Danishness, yeah. uh, there will be some kind of um, willingness against projects that deals with exactly the same topic yeah. uh, and strengthens, you know, the brand of Denmark. Mm. Mm. Exactly. And I think also a lot of us who were participating knows that kind of conversation and dialogue that we need to use many different strategies to survive as artists. But then the conversation happens on this such a, on a meta level. It's like, but you know that I know that we're just using Danish as a way to exist. Or you know that I know that I don't agree with all this Danishness. But it's, you know, it's like... And I think that's what makes my head twist around when I get lost inside of existing as an artist in Denmark. Like, why do I have to claim Danishness? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well. Um, maybe we should try to um, pick another card, see what happens. Um, what inclusions slash exclusions lies within the format of the residency. Mm. Oh, the first thing I actually started thinking about now that is not relation in relation to me, but I remember going home in the car and I was traveling with one of the participants who is a mom. And uh, we talked about that, that it's difficult to be included or to include yourself in one of these experiences when you have babies, example. That's one of the inclusions and exclusions in this format of traveling away for four days um, far away from home if you live in Copenhagen going to Vestjylland and participating because there's a lot of organization around that that must happen. Like, who will take care of my child? And is there any babysitting Uh, offered at this residency or or are babies even allowed example that's one of the that's one of the things i just thought of that, yeah mm. yeah i mean we i guess we're very confronted in this way when we construct our lives with different institutions and how like a for example if you have a child and the kind of everyday life structure that comes with that like um how how would that then fit uh with something because this was also a way of breaking with a lot of routines mm. um to go there and be so intensely engaged non-stop for those days and also even sharing your you know it felt like you were sharing your dreams at night with the yes. person laying next to you like it it was really a It was it was really, yeah, a break with the kind of structure of everyday life that that you would lead, for example, in Copenhagen. Um, and I think that 
definitely was a big part of the experience and what formed a lot of the thinking as well. Um, I mean, for me, of course, uh, as I'm not uh, immediately from the field of dance, mm. um, but from a visual arts background, and I went to a, through a different institution in that sense, uh, I didn't know everybody <laughs> from the beginning. I yeah. um, So that was just a very big gift also to be allowed into the environment in that way um, and have so much time to talk with everybody. And then this institution of the high school is also such a specific format. I, I mean, and very Danish also, if yeah. we have to go back a little yeah. bit to that uh, that that frame mm. um, concept. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Since I haven't... Um, i have never been to a high school before. Um, the way I was dealing with existing at this high school was um, going through my own memories of being at a place where there is this routines and um, somehow you, you don't have the possibility to say yes or no, you just should, uh, which is very nice, but also a bit, uh, it can be a bit... Uh, frightening for a person who maybe are introverted example like when to take a break or is it okay to take a break um i think a lot i had some small conversations in the hallways or also with myself you know but that was about this confrontation again in relation to institutions of can i give myself the power to take a break is it okay to not participate in everything or um Do I have to? Like this basic power constructions and demands that that I think we all live and learn uh, how to relate to. And I was confronted a lot with that. Is it okay to take to sleep in this morning or take a coffee in the break or yeah, just and etc. and more. Mm-hmm. And is that a part of inclusion or exclusion to the format? Yes, no, I don't know, but... Of course, there's also there, in a way, it also feels a bit like an issue of of, of time. Like, yeah. uh, when do you get to the point where you can take that kind of over- ownership for the whole concept that you can actually decide a little bit for your own routine within the framework? Um, uh, yeah, I think we were just all really th- thrown into it uh, head first in a way. Um, yeah. But that's also, I mean, I feel like what happened in five days would have taken a year, you know, in the so-called real world. Mm. Um, so it generated so much also to mm. have this intensity. Uh, basically, what happened was that apart from the, you know, pre, um, yeah, the, the workshops that were already decided, um, everybody that participated in the residents could could offer a, a smaller workshop or mm. a smaller um rehearsal or so um i mean i also tried a lot of new things in that sense and i was presented to a lot of people's research and a lot of people's practices uh, and i and i was even allowed to feel some of it on my own body um um and Now that that we have been going through also a little bit this uh, theme, issue, problem, 
of of the categories uh, of history and dance and Danish. Um, so something that also seems striking about, you know, the whole the scale of how many uh, how many things were in the program is that it's it seems it almost it's also it's almost as if it becomes an archive that was unfolding during the residence or yeah. in the moment. Um, yeah, and I actually appreciated that a lot. I agree, and. One more, like a thing I really appreciated was the different age groups we represented, because there's rarely a place or a place in time where you spend four days with people who are from the twenty years older to you to five years younger than you, and having a lot of body-to-body activity, because. And I see that as one of the biggest inclusions that I experienced during this week. Uh, that I hanged out with someone who has been dancing for 50 years more or longer than me, and uh, having conversations with like the people in this, the same age as me, but have lived in London, example, for a longer uh, for some time. And in relation to that, the archive was just endless, and over all of these categories of class and geography and economy that we all have jumped around inside of these categories in many different ways and a lot of conversations was facilitated because of the format since we could use our own agency to deliver or offer a morning class focused on Martha Graham technique example Or just showing a movie about history. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But, yeah. yeah. Um. Pa- Paula Paula Kaspar talked uh, in her uh, lecture about this thing of how the gesture is alive also after it happened. Mm. Uh, how the 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 footprint is as alive as the food that made the footprint, for example. And I think it's an it's a nice idea to challenge the problem of the categories. With this idea that uh, we were also like, okay, it sounds a little bit too grand, maybe, to say that we were creating history. You know, I don't But think we were. It, we were. We, we were. Yeah, <laughs> in many different ways. Also, somehow a classical way. I would say, like, that was official statement of that this was happening. But also in between and through different dimensions, since there was a lot of body to body or like body archive that was delivered that has no place in history and so on and just sleeping next to another person and as you said sharing dreams is history making or yeah yeah to, yeah. to fill in and mm. to deal so much with the concept of history while actually being in a place where something was generated in the moment i think in itself became like a theoretical experiment to deconstruct the limits of what history could be yeah should we pick one last note yes yes Uh, maybe I mean we have been around the past a bit in the disguise of history, mm. and we have talked a lot about the presence also. So just to at least um, you know make an make attempt, an attempt exactly to, to stick the with the categories, <laughs> then let's try with the future as well. Yes, um, you can read it. Read it in Danish. Okay. 
uh, yeah, this was there were a lot there were several people making the same questions. So yeah, it uh, was a repetition. Yeah, so it must have a kind of relevance. But anyway, hvad er danske dansehistorier i 2020? Uh, and then the translation uh, would be what is Danish dance stories in 2020, or maybe Danish dance histories. Exactly. What would they be? How would they look like? And if we are going to talk about the future at all, we should talk about that we need to have the possibility to build a critique on top of what this residency generated or like a critique on top of the concept of the residency. That to even partake in this um, these days it implied on almost that we needed to have an um, ability to see the concept through a meta level that you shouldn't you should feel able to include yourself into Danishness but still put a critique on top of it and should include yourself to be a part of a dance community or put a critique on top of it it was this double edges all the time uh, coexisting with uh, questioning constantly and I, w- I wonder who will have this access in 2020 and I also wonder if this residency opened up for more people to have this access yeah yeah I think also it's so important to sustain a platform where these like very uh, where these terms can be uh, can be critiqued and that's also what the residence was um uh, and the question is maybe how how can how can how can we somehow also attract people that would uh, have even harder time than most of us with even just like you know thinking about dealing with the framework within something that frames itself like that or yeah. um do you need to I mean, do you need this comfortability of knowing that at least you would fit into the category maybe makes it more easy to take the courage to participate in an event or um and that that definitely needs to be challenged. I agree. Because, yeah, I, I don't know. It sometimes seems or I, I think that's a very real experience that the closer the closer you get to this uh, white um national like national white uh, way of being danish in denmark the easier it is to be here um yes. and uh, uh and that's so so yeah. it's exactly people with a different experience that needs to be able to be a part of telling this story mm. yeah and uh that is a bit uncomfortable like if we're even gonna think about this in the future we need to talk about the uncomfortability about mm. that we may that we need to exclude the word danish that like somehow being brave enough to say no to claim no to danishness because it is so excluding already we can be brave enough to just say to deal with history because i think that is very patriarchal and institutionalized in itself without mm. a national identity because we are danish 
and Swedes and Norwegians and whoever nationality are dealing with racism today. And mm. we need to be we need to stick to that it is not an is it, Danishness is not a word of inclusion period. Mm. And uh, if we're going to talk about the future, I hope that who, who the ones who are participating in the um residency doesn't even have to deal with danishness that we can deal with dance or historiography or a body yeah. Yeah. in another in another matter because we are history and mm-hmm. history makers all the time